Vikings NFL. Now here's your hosts, Root and Y. Welcome back, you beautiful people. This is the Root and Y show. We're beautiful people too. We are. Um, we have faces for podcasts. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, so we're beautiful in that aspect. In, yeah, in that regard, yeah. How you been, Josh Why? Good, man. Good, man. Speaking of faces, I watched the Radio Hub ad um, that we were filming. Brilliant. And for some reason, I was chewing gum throughout that whole episode. And there's this one cut where I'm like talking out the side of my mouth. I look like Popeye. And I'm like, God. Of all the things that they... Of all the footage they took, they took that one. I think I threw my gum out after that and they used that. But anyway... I just threw my gum out prior to this Well podcast. done. So I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad you did that. Uh, yeah, you are listening to the Wooten Why Show, and uh, we are Chris Westling's favorite Australian NFL podcast. That was a revelation that came out this past week as training camp opened. Um, Good lad. We tweeted him and said, is there a pup tracker? Because there's so many players on PUP, uh, and we're not going to mention PUP this episode. Otherwise, the show will go for three hours. Yeah, and although I'm That's sure you guys content. would want like, three hours worth of pup news, um, we don't have the energy for that. So, and this isn't you know small dogs we're talking about. No, <laughs> yes. That's a whole other podcast. Just tune into the puppies program, <laughs> hosted by yours truly. We're going to rank every single puppy type of puppy. <laughs> all canines. But anyway, oh god. But football, man, football is back. It's back next five months, every Monday for the next five months. It starts with Packers and Colts on Monday in the Hall of Fame game. I am uh, I am overwhelmingly excited. I know it's a Hall of Fame game, and I think by the second quarter I'll probably be over the game. But uh, it's good for me. It's my birthday, actually. So it's nice of good old Roger, so close. Roger Goodell to, uh, you know, just tee up something nice for me on my birthday. Roger. Roger Goodell. It's, Roger look, Goodell. it's going to be the 8th of August. Let's give Josh a Colts game on his birthday. First game of the year. That was uncanny, that um, impersonation of Goodell just then. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, no, it's good to be back. Um, however, every single season we're like, no, take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. And then maybe two weeks in, I'm like, oh, this guy's on fire. This guy yep. is on fire. We're gluttons for it, man. The Sam new Bradford, cycle. Feed it to Abdullah, me. Abdullah. All of them. I'm just like, these are the greatest players, I think, that have ever played the game. Yep. Going on two weeks of preseason action, come season time. (laughs) (laughs) So, this year, I am, seriously, I'm just, I'm I'm probably going to still enjoy it, but then, at the same time, I'm just going to go, that doesn't mean anything, and just leave it. Yes, and I sensed that from you when I said, uh, you know, earlier today, just jot down some players that you've been that have surprised you so far in camp, and you said I am not buying into that at all. So that list may be predominantly of just my takeaways, but we'll see how we go. But look, football is alive and well, and uh, we're gonna have a different news drop coming up because football's back, and we actually have real news to talk about. So we'll wait for that. But uh, just a little bit of housekeeping before we get into that fantasy football leagues, uh, we're gonna be running some this year. They're all going to be $10 entry leagues. We're going to have some PPR leagues, some standard, all on NFL.com. We had a vote on our Twitter page on a poll there, so everyone that voted for that. Um, If you are interested, please... NFL.com they voted for. Yes, so... I think it is... I think if everyone has Game Pass, you've already got an account with NFL.com. It's a lot easier. I also think it's the appearance. I think ESPN do a good job of all their, you know, statistics and and things like that, yeah. Yeah. But when it comes to the actual visual, like... And Such I, a better looking platform. And I also like the little the little article kind of thing that they do. Yeah. On NFL.com. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And they I give like you that. a summary of yeah. yeah, nah, that's cool. And I, I like that. So Especially when you can rub it in your mate's you face. Like that? Yes, that's you go, like that. This is a quote from NFL.com that yeah. I destroyed. destroyed. You. <laughs> Even is. the NFL is saying it, mate. Yeah. Even the NFL. That's how you know it's real. <laughs> so if you are interested, please uh tweet us at Wootenwhite or email us uh at gmail.com. Also, uh we have a we have an exterior person getting involved because our workload um, is heavy in the lead up to the season and fantasy took up oh, buddy. so much time last year. So uh, we had a, a friend of ours, Craig, volunteered to, to run those leagues for us and he'll be involved as the commissioner of the leagues and uh, we thank him for that. Craig. Yes. Do you know any babies called Craig? No, and I had this discussion with, um, at my work, we have a barista in-house, Jimmy, really? and I mentioned names that we don't hear anymore. I, just, I don't know a baby Bruce, and I don't know a baby Craig anymore. I had a discussion with my boss about this, and we're like, do you know any babies that are named Craig? I can't even yeah. call a baby Craig. 
it's a man's name. But everyone has an Uncle Craig, right? Do you have an Uncle Craig? No, but I know uh, many like, okay. men that are Craig. Yeah. Father fig- not father figures, but you know, that demographic that are Craig. Craig's just gone, really. We could have a whole podcast where we just discuss n- the names because I don't know any adult like Josh's either, like people over our age. Like I don't, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like Josh. I don't just know seems a fifty-year-old like ch- Josh. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you don't, and it doesn't seem like a very mature name. I always feel like that's a kid name. I don't know. Yeah, same as Robert. Robert's kind of gone now. Yeah, it's all There's Robbie. Plenty now. of Robert men. Yep. Robbie. Robbie. Hey, Robbie. <laughs> well, we're gonna get to the Bachelorette, but Robbie devastated. <laughs> just devastated. He's Devo. But yeah, uh, Craig, adult Craig, uh, not baby Craig. He's going to be running our, our league, so uh, he will be involved with all that. So at Baltrop19, I'll tweet that out, but give him a follow, and if you are keen, please shoot him a message or a tweet and if you want to get involved, but keep I'm an eye out. you said a message. A DM. Slide into his DM. That's what I meant. Nice. Anyway, uh, Sydney Cup. The Sydney Cup is starting... Not starting. It, it is in a couple of weeks. On the 27th of August... At ANZ Stadium, Cal and Hawaii are, uh, are coming down. First ever college football game at ANZ Stadium. Are you pumped? I can I can feel it in my bones. Yes. So we'll have a podcast previewing all that and some content coming up. It's just it's right in the thick of NFL season, so it's very tough. Nah, it's fine. Should be right. Yeah. We'll but right. Uh, we tweeted out all those details uh, to the tailgating pre and post game. So there's a pre-game party. It is early in the morning. That's the problem. The game starts at 12, so it's more of a breakfast thing with some oh, bacon. It's cool, though. It is. Bacon Don't you think this is becoming the Australian thing? So the Australian yeah. tailgating is the breakfast? Yeah. I like it. And look, people were outraged by it, um, and we're just the messengers. You know, we got some of the info and we tweeted out. We don't know all the info, but like you pay $50, you get some food and some drinks, and you get some exclusive piece of merchandise. I don't know what that is. I'm guessing because it's split into two, Cal and Hawaii, you choose which one. I think you get a shirt or a hat that'll say Sydney Cup and, and Cal on it or Hawaii yeah. on it. And that's something that you can keep forever, and that's cool. And people are saying that it's not a true or genuine tailgating. That's never, ever going to happen in Australia. It's just Do not you unfortunate. you honestly want, like, well, especially that's in the morning? Yeah. Do and, you want people completely drunk and wasted that early in the morning before the game, yeah, drink well, during the game, and then there's yeah. a pub next to the stadium, so they're going to... Yeah. Well, then there's the post-game party as well where they have live music and, and yeah. you get a cause beer and, and another piece of merchandise and whatnot as well, and that's only $30. But you can't just pull up at ANZ Stadium and, and open up a caravan and play, what's that, beanbag game, whatever yeah, it's called, yeah. and then get get drunk. Like, it just doesn't work. We've got licensing laws here, but this is the Australian spin on it. So, like, for me, like, I'm not going to get too down on it. I know it's not true, but if you want the true experience, then you have to go to America. That's what makes it so unique. Yeah. yeah. So just... Embrace it. Embrace it. We embrace are. as much. It's it's awesome. It's as much as we can do. So yeah. embrace as much yeah. as we can do. Exactly. Exactly. Speaking of embracing, Jordan Rogers and JoJo Bachelorette. His butt. I got to start doing squats. One over under on months they stay together. Okay, we could do that. By the way, I tweeted out when the show started. Can I get a double? I think I tweeted at Sportsbet. Can I get a double on Jordan Rogers winning the Bachelorette into Jordan uh, into Aaron winning MVP? Denied. I would have been on to something. I would have been on to something. They actually shut you down? Well, they didn't have batch- they didn't have US Bachelorette odds, unfortunately. No one really did. So it's a bit of a shame. But he would have been my favorite uh, after this. His butt. You know. I got to start doing squats. That was the that first was the episode. Chris Hogan drop. No, no. Yeah, well, it is now. But unofficially, <laughs> that was JoJo talking about Jordan after they first met. You just knew from then it was true love. Yeah. He's moving to Dallas to live with her. So I'm giving them at least 12 months. All right. All right. All right. So 12 months. What are the odds of him becoming Romo's backup? <laughs> He's in Dallas. There you <laughs> go. He could take the route of some of these other players and just stand out the front of um, ATT Stadium. Um, have Imagine have arm, will travel. Imagine the publicity he'd get. That's amazing. He's Josh. Done. I He's, should, oh, He's retired, but no, that's twelve great. months. You taking it? Twelve months. Yeah. Nah, twelve months is little. Okay, I'll up it. Eighteen months. That's Ooh. a big jump. Going out on a limb for, for you, a cheeseburger. Buddy. All right, done. Okay, sweet. That's another burger bet. Speaking of that, that's coming up as well on the show. But let's. By um, the way, that segment is going to be so good. It's awesome. I so like we got a lot of them, and I, I'm proud of that. And I'm proud of that drop. But uh, let's get into some NFL news. Oh my God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody, stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay f- calm. Wait, 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 wait. Everybody, f- calm down. 
Football is back, and let's get straight into it. Arizona, the last couple of weeks. We've got a whole heap of news. Some of it's old because we've had these fantasy episodes the last couple of weeks, but Arizona have done some re-signings this week. They re-signed Tyrone Matthew to a five-year, $62.5 million contract through 2020. $40 million of it is guaranteed. That's a lot of money for a guy that's had two torn ACLs in three seasons, but he is the face of the franchise. He's turned his life around and his character, and he's he's a one of the the leaders, not just of the Cardinals, but of the NFL. He's a he's an enigmatic. Oh, I can't even speak. Did I stutter? Can you say the word for me? An enigmatic. Is that, that what you're yeah, going? Oh, I was going. Thank oh, you. You know me yeah. so well. God bless your heart. Play God bless up. your heart. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, to be honest, ever since watching all of nothing, all or nothing as well. Yep. Just mate, how hard is it? Shot, to, yeah, not shot like it. into my top three favorite players. Wow, climbing up your personal power rankings. By yeah, the way, that's go. something we also need to jot down and actually across all sports. What Our just favorite power, players? Yeah, favorite athletes power rankings. Like Done. currently in the circle that are playing, not retired. All right. Anyway, but yeah. Done. He's worth the money. Caps going up. It's too easy. Uh, they also gave Carson Palmer a one-year, twenty-four and a half million dollar extension through twenty eighteen. That sounds like a lot. Oh, twenty half, twenty and a. $24.5 million. I'm stuttering Did all I over stutter? The I'm so excited about football, I can't even read. You can't even read. But now, but Palmer's getting $43 million over the next three seasons, which averages it out quite well. Like, that's pretty good for Carson Palmer, who, look, top five quarterback in the NFL right now. Still more than Fitzpatrick money. Yeah, yeah it's true. No, not as good beard as well. So maybe, right. maybe they're not doing too well there. And then Larry Fitzgerald, uh, an eleven million dollar contract through twenty seventeen. So they're ex- extending you know, three of their best players. They've at least got Palmer and Fitz. You know, for a few more years, that Super Bowl window is open. There's a chance now that they can. They're gra- definitely in win now mode. Yep. And so once you lose Carson Palmer, and I mean Fitzgerald, he's not irreplaceable because of his age now and yep. the position he plays. But those two, if you were to lose those two, you know, before that extra year kind yep. of thing, that that's a lot of, yeah. you know, it's a lot of talent to replace in one season. That's right. And if you take one of them out, they can still... All right, say Fitz- this, say this, right? Yep. Carson Palmer's playing the best football of his career at yep. age 59. <laughs> he, however, if... I know you're high on Josh McCown. If Josh McCown went in there... How do you reckon they'd go? I still think they'd do all right because we saw Drew Stanton succeed well in Arizona. I don't think they would be as hotly contested and it would be a bit of a struggle to win the Super Bowl, but it wouldn't wouldn't blow my mind if, if they made it and win, and won the Super Bowl. Um, I, it just, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't be that. But I think losing both would be tough, um, you know, for them to win because, you know, Larry Fitzgerald isn't the same, but Larry switching, Fitzgerald switching is the a slot, safety net. He is for, huge safety yeah. net. And, and his leadership's crazy for that young that yeah. you know, young roster. He's a glue in that organization. Yeah. You saw that on All or Nothing as well. All right. By that, the way, yeah. can't recommend that program. Oh my god. So it good. just shows you an inside of what goes through the players' minds, how yeah. they operate, what yeah. and when, when he's talking about um his positional change to the slot and it He's he's talking about how he's using his feet and things yep. like that. Yeah, brilliant. I wanted to rewatch it, and the link that we were given from friend of the show um, now requires password. Really? Yeah, Devo. Yeah, <laughs> can't we can't say any much. We can't say much more. All right, the Chiefs side quarterback Nick Foles. So uh, I'm it, so cut right yeah, now. I, know. <laughs> I wish I saved them. I don't know if I could, but anyway. Um, Nick Foles signed with the Chiefs uh, after being released by the Rams. Foles was drafted by Andy Reid, you know, by the Eagles at number eighty-eight overall, and started six games for Reid in two thousand and twelve, completing sixty point eight percent of his passes with a six to five touchdown to intercept ratio. Chiefs Chiefs got the best backup quarterback on the market. Um, wh- whatever you think of Foles, if you look what else is out there at the moment, it's grim. It is disgusting and. Foles became sort of a hot oh, free agent well, so. on the <laughs> on the wire because of Kellen Moore's injury in Dallas, and we'll get to that in a second. But now Foles have Foles is joining a quarterback room that's got a lot of draft picks in it. Aaron Murray was was a guy that they picked up, and they just drafted Kevin Hogan as well. So I don't know; they're going to carry four Not quarterbacks. Not to be confused with stud, amazing wide receiver Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan, <laughs> your boy. His butt. I gotta start doing squats. That's Chrissy. Yeah. So, uh, do you think they'll carry four quarterbacks though? Would they try and slide Aaron Murray or Hogan to the practice squad? 
they'll slide someone or get rid of someone. Just I think Tyler out. Bray will go. Yeah. All right. How, how, I know it's an incentive laden deal, as yep. I think the actual wording was yep. when it was first reported. But um, how much is what's his base salary? Do you know? No idea. This is the thing that I'm confused with. Like, okay, you know, he's still a quarterback in the NFL. He still has a job in the NFL, even if it is a, a backup to a game manager, however yep. much that hurts. Yep. But I really thought you said game manager then, and I was like, whoa, but you meant game manager. Yeah. Not okay. that it matters, but anyway. Um, yeah, no. So, if he isn't on, if he's on an incentive-laden deal, How's he going to do it? How does he yeah. how does he make any... But he really wasn't in... I know we just said that he was in high demand because of there's no one else out there as a backup quarterback, but we're going to get to the Ryan Fitzpatrick deal in a minute, but there's a seems to be like a $12 million gap between the money that backup quarterbacks get and starting quarterbacks yeah. get, and that's where it is. And I think he's just in that upper echelon of... Uh, backup quarterbacks. If he has to start, I'm concerned. Like, I didn't really like him, but then again, I feel sorry for any quarterbacks that have to play in an uninspiring Jeff Fisher offense. I just think it's hard to really be flashy and show what you've got, and that's that's tough on foal. So I think it's a good landing spot for him. I, Dallas must be kicking themselves because they would have got it, but I really do not want to roll into a season with Foles as my starting quarterback. No. Yeah. Nor do I. I also find it interesting that he keeps getting deals and chances, but meanwhile, the the coach that made him so damn successful is on his last chance. Do you find that weird? Wait, hang on. Are you saying that Andy Reid or Chip Kelly? Chip on Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you... Yeah, kind of. Like, but... Foles has failed everywhere else since. Do you know what I mean? Since I know that next year under Kelly didn't go as good, but the it'll, reason it'll his name int- has got this aura attached to him is because of that is six because week. Of that, or, yeah, yeah, whatever and, it was. And his record, buddy. Seven touchdown, touchdown yeah. performance against the Raiders. Yeah. So, I in mean, the NFL history books, Nick Foles. Yeah, him and Peyton right yeah. next to each next, other. Crazy. There you go. Madness. Uh, I mentioned Dallas. Kellen Moore, broken ankle. There's talks about Josh McCowan possibly going to Dallas to back up Romo because they are concerned about Romo's health. ESPN's Ed Werder confirmed the Browns and Cowboys had discussed the McCowan trade, but the Browns prefer to keep him per Werder. The Browns attached a pretty high price for the Cowboys, and I think they do have a high price because McCowan is the safest bet at the position on their roster. Yeah. Um, although RG3 probably has the biggest ceiling, and Hugh Jackson might be confident in that. If something, if, if he doesn't reach that potential, we may see McCowan, what, week two, week three? Nah. A bit later? I still think he's got... I think RG3 has a huge leash. Yeah? I really do. I think it'd be week six before... Like, if yeah. he has... Yep. It depends on how bad he's flashing very well in camp at the moment. If he's if he's just losing, yep. the team and the team around him isn't great. No. So if he's just losing but he's playing reasonably okay, that's fine. He'll yep. stay in the yep. in the job. Look, yeah, look, because the defense is terrible. Yeah. Um, which we can't lie. And so you can't talk, expect RG three to put forty points a game in to and win. We used to talk about how like. The Browns' defense would carry. Yeah, it's, that's it's really not the case. It's anymore. really flipped over the last yeah. three seasons because you know, Mike Pettin and, and and Co. But I do think he has a long leash. RG three, and then McCowan can step in. And I, I think if McCowan went to the Jets, he'd perform how Fitzpatrick is playing. Yep. I still think they're on like the similar level. He's, yeah, I think it's more the whole Fitzpatrick thing was more about the rapport that he had with Marshall so, and Decker. Yeah, and which like made that. him in, inherently yeah. more valuable. Yeah. But uh, if McCowan became available. I, I think the Jets would have signed him if they could have got him for six, seven million dollars cheaper than yeah. what Fitz wanted. But yeah, I don't, th- I don't think the Browns should trade McCown. Uh, I Nor know some I. people f- form the view that if they're going to tank anyway, don't worry about it. Just roll with RG three and see what you've got. But if he gets injured, then you've, you're throwing Cody Kessler out there way too early. I think then that the Browns really want to develop him a little bit slowly. I don't think they think he's ready. By the way, such an interesting quarterback group they got. They've got you know RG three, this flamboyant. Yep. Uh, you know, running Pocket kind of quarter, yeah. yeah, that has huge upside if he gets back to his 2010, 2012 status. Yep. Then you've got McCown, who's your standard prototypical old journeyman stand-up yep. <laughs> pocket passer, made of stone. Yeah. Then you've got this young quarterback that could that no one knows anything about. No. So what the it hell? Is a, it is an interesting room. Uh, all right, let's move on to another team that's going to struggle to find wins this year, and that's the 49ers. Sorry, 49ers fans. But good news is Navarro oh, Bowman. Jared Hain left. 
yeah, it just fell to pieces without that natural born leader. Uh, Navarro Bowman, seven year, $77 million contract, 20 million of it guaranteed. He was already signed through to 2019. So it's just a, you know, a re flashy new deal. They ripped up the old one and just added some figures to the new one. So pretty much secures him all the way up to about 35 years old. So that's a lot of money and a lengthy commitment to a guy, you know, when he completely shattered his knee, um, last year, and re- uh, sorry, two seasons ago, and returned in 2015. He wasn't as good, but I think the last, if you look at the last month on tape, oh, he started tearing yeah, it up. he started to get so much better. He still had a lot of tackles, but in coverage, he- he'll improve in that. I think that's just a year of playing and getting that instinct back. How old is he now? He is, if he's 34, I'm, I'm out. yeah, 2019. He's in, he's about 28, 29. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll wait and see. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep. All right, this is a deal that I think me and you agree on. Yeah, and we might criticize a little bit. Is the Chiefs signing Eric Fisher? And we're normally pretty good with contracts, so we don't really want to criticize too much. But Eric Fisher, four-year, $48 million extension through 2021. 28. He's 28. I said 28. Nailed it. He looks older. Sorry, Navarro. (laughs) Sneaky old? Sneaky. Show him photos. Wow. 28. Not good. Poor guy. All right. Uh, Eric Fisher, four-year, $48 million ext- uh, extension. $40 million of it is guaranteed. Uh, yeah, the extension will be tacked onto the over $15 million he was scheduled to make in the next two years. It's a massive deal for him. He, you know, his fifth-year option wasn't even guaranteed to be picked up in May. So it's it's an interesting deal for a tackle that quite hasn't lived up to expectation. So it's four years, $48 million. So he's getting 12 a year. Pretty much. 12 a year, 40 million guaranteed. Yep. I'm, I'm comparing him to Lane Johnson, who is, you know, was, what, three picks later? Yep. And he is on a five-year 56. Yep. So, that is incredible. I'm sorry. So, there's 35 guaranteed in that. So, he's getting more guaranteed. He's getting more a season. Just. Yep. How? Lane Johnson has outperformed him completely, yeah? Correct. Massively. Lane Johnson's a rock on your line now. Yeah. Given the age and the rotation, probably, is he the best offensive lineman you've got? Well, your center's still good, Kelsey, but... He had a down year last year, but yeah, no. But he's averaging about, yeah, $12 million a year. Look, when they moved him back to left tackle, he started to show some glimpses. But why didn't they just wait until like at least seeing something this this year first? I just think it was really and, and it really shocked, like it really shocked people that it happened. The timing of it was really weird. It was kind of it reminded me of when the Saints re-signed Sean Payton when he still had a year left on his contract just yeah. a couple of months ago. I just I didn't understand the reasoning behind it. But look, if they see something, look, they're they're evaluators. They took him number one overall. I think maybe they're getting in now because if he has a really good season a contract for a franchise left tackle and if he becomes one this year is a lot more than that so maybe they are, maybe they think that this if he does actually develop into a number one overall pick talent this deal is actually oh, a bargain. cheap I know so that's that is the the benefit but it's funny because you go like who is sitting at this time of the season looking at what he did last season at that time thinking I reckon it's time we lock this guy up. Yeah. That's what it does. It doesn't make sense. And you know what? Let's pay him more than... Than the guys that he's not playing as good as. Yeah. Yeah. It'll oh, be well, interesting to see... work by his agent. Yeah. <laughs> However, what a fall from grace Luke Jockle has had. Apparently, he's already losing his position. They're already trying him at guard, and uh, Kelvin Beecham's playing at left tackle. So, yeah. It's, it's funny. Like, you go on Roto World, and, like, it, July 4th, they... um. That their blurb says, even after exercising his fifth-year options, the Chiefs could move on from Fisher if he doesn't not show continued improvement this season. That was on the fourth of July, <laughs> and then like twenty-eight days later, signs a big four-year, forty-eight million dollar extension. So it is, it is quite funny. Like it just came as a bit of a shock. But anyway, we'll wait and see. And that line's coming together quite nicely now, though. You know, as much as we rip on Fisher, as I said, the last few months you talked about Nav- Navarro Bowman showing something. Eric Fisher showed something. There was an infamous play where he shut down J.J. Watt and stood over him. Yeah. Um, look, J.J. Watt was injured, so we've got to give him that. But, you know. By the way, um, pro football focus, 
ranks Lane Johnson at 22. Yep. Just outside the green, by the way, in their little rankings. Um, their green bars. Their green bars. So, yeah, Lane Johnson's just outside of the green. He's the first yellow, and yep. he's in between Joe Barksdale and Zach Streif. Yep. So, good company. Yep. Then you've got, you slide down, and then Eric Fisher hits at 36 just before the red. So, there you go. Interesting. All right, let's move on to the Giants. They signed cornerback Leon Hall, formerly of, the, formerly of the Bengals, to a deal. Gives them a true slot corner between Dominic Rogers, Cromartie, and Janoris Jenkins. Means that they have a lot of depth now at that position with Eli Apple, who they took early in the draft. He can learn off those guys. Um, Leon Hall, purely playing as a slot corner, really good. Still at 31, can still play. Like I think that's a really good addition. Mm-hmm. Um, their defense looks a lot better on paper now, but Janoris Jenkins has been embarrassed a bit in camp. But to, you know, to give him, cut him some slack going against OBJ, it's going to happen. That's oh, brutal. And it's tough. It's baptism by the blazing hot fire. It's, yeah, volcano. Did you see the vine of Artie Burns up against um, Antonio Brown? No. Tried so hard, and Antonio Brown just made him look foolish. But, God, that'll make you such a better player longer term. I know, and that's that's part of me thinks that, you know, it's always good for the corner. But at the same time, I think you see polar opposite examples. So you've got, like, Josh Norman came from nowhere last season. And, you know, now he's on a monster contract. But yep. he, the wide receivers, taking nothing away from Kelvin Benjamin, Olsen, yep. and Funches and things like that. It was nothing elite. Nothing like, like yeah. that. So, it's interesting how corners can go from, like, competition like that yeah. in training camp. Like, to like, Benjamin has elite size and Olsen has elite size. But you're talking, like, in terms of pure technique. Like, yeah. OBJ and Antonio Brown just do everything so yeah. smooth. You'd think the corners for Atlanta would be a bit... Better going up against Julio. Well, Desmond and... Trufant's really good, oh, but no, apart from that, yeah. like they don't have much else. But True. yeah, it is like, Janoris Jenkins up against OBJ and Artie Burns up against it is what we call oh, hot, 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 hot. baptism hot, by fire. Hot, 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 hot. So it is it's very very tough. Let's move on to the Bills second round linebacker Reggie Ragland, who I thought would be a sneaky defensive rookie of the year candidate, but now suffered a non-contact knee injury. So uh, he tried it. He heard it trying to defend a sweep and it was on the ground for several minutes but was able to leave the field on his own power. So we'll wait and see uh, how we go. But Rex Ryan said that he is very concerned about that. So What do they do at training? Because their front seven always seems to well, be... Well, Shaq Lawson's out. gone now. And then their replacement, Manny Lawson, not related. Um, he's already t- has a tear in his pack and he's in doubt for week one. So their front seven's looking miserable right now. It's that's it's I know has not been I a know good. They're all about being tough, and you know, like that's kind of like the mantra that the Ryan's, um, yeah, like yep. that's like part of their philosophy. Yep. Let's like let's play hard and just bash them into the ground. Yep. But uh, maybe a training is not the best thing. Yeah, it is. It is tough, but the Shaq Lawson one was before camp, so you can't really blame that. Oh no, but it I, is, I'm it not. Has, but, I'm but it just... seems to be a lot of yeah. niggling injuries coming out of that camp. By the way, you know that quote about. Rex Ryan saying we're going fully pregnant now. Yeah. Do you see the photo of Rob Ryan? No. Fully, fully pregnant. Fully pregnant. <laughs> fully pregnant, man. Just fully pregnant. I'll show you after I'd the show. I'd love to have their diet just for you know. I wouldn't. Just, just a little while. My arteries wouldn't. <laughs> what are you doing? I think of um, what are you doing to me? the office where Stanley has a heart attack and they blame Dwight for setting the office on fire and he goes, "Yes, I clogged Stanley's heart up with fat and." <laughs> And calories his entire life. That's that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Speaking of the bills, they signed Reggie Bush to a one-year contract worth up to three million, including incentives. He played five games last year for San Francisco while backing up Jared Hayne. Managed twenty-eight yards on eight carries and four receptions. You said backing up Jared Hayne. Yeah, I did. Nice. <laughs> it was worthy. Is that too hot of a take or all good? No, that's about right. Yeah, sweet. You Thanks, man. Back him up. Thanks. <laughs> Anyway, uh, the Bills see him mainly as a returner. That's a lot of money for a returner. Three million incentives. Maybe it would have score a couple, obviously, to, to get those incentives. But yeah. their backfield behind LaShawn McCoy is looking a little bit cluttered right now in terms of fantasy um, with Carlos Williams being overweight and some other injuries there. I haven't seen a photo of Carlos yet. It's pretty big. Pretty big? Yeah. Like lacy big? I wouldn't say la- I wouldn't say lacy large. See what I did there? But close. Nice. Yeah, half pregnant. By the way, half pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that's good as well. <laughs> yeah, um, no, Lacey though. Don't Lacey is a very sneaky fantasy pick. Yeah, he's looking slim. He's looking slim. The P ninety X thing worked. Slim Eddie. Slim Eddie. I love it. 
Need a better name for him. Yeah. Yeah, fat it is. If gone. he carves it up, man, that's P90X's advertisement, free advertisement for a year. Yeah, because that's what they need. They yeah. haven't been successful before him. No. <laughs> God. It's the litmus test now. That's it. That's this it. could shatter P90X. It's hanging on your shoulders, lady. Uh, all right. Uh, while uh, we were recording fantasy shows last week, there was a bit of a holdout with DeAndre Hopkins saying that he didn't want to play until he fixed up his deal. Then he eventually came back. Uh, McNair said that the team will deal with DeAndre Hopkins' contract at the proper time. Um, so I don't know what that is. That's um, that's manager speak. So I'm not sure whether that means this off-season or next off-season. Who knows? But you've got to think about it this way. He's DeAndre Hopkins is earning less this year than Will Fuller, who they just took, and they're both first-round picks. That doesn't. That's crazy to me. It's... Like, see, it's when you have a situation like that that's so, you know, damning on someone who's been so good and so, like, good for you. And, you know, he's not... he's. I'm trying to think of, like, an off-field misdemeanor or something that he's had. It's not really Nothing. had anything. No? The, the biggest stroke against his name I can think of is in Hard Knocks, he wanted to get one of those little dogs that he could carry around in a bag Yeah, see, that in the was mall. weird. But there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If that's the only thing I can hang my hat on, yeah, he's see, a cool so, guy. So, like, I can't... I, from memory, there's nothing... There's, oh, I, I'm sure there's yeah. something I'm that's always like, if you me si- If you sign these contracts, you have to play them out. But, like, it's, it's kind of... It was annoying before the CBA where you had players negotiating their rookie deals all off-season and took up all the headlines. Remember Sam Bradford signed that huge rookie monster deal? And then they yeah. changed that after that. So, it is set... But There's I think like if tears, you, yeah, 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 I think they need. I, th- I don't know, and it'll come up in the next CBA that maybe halfway through your rookie deal that you might have a window where you can renegotiate terms. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know if that gives the players too much power. I, I'm not sure what the answer is. I'm sure they'll come up with something. But um, look, he's out. He should be earning a lot more. Like yeah. he's and he's, he's just he's killing it. He's he's a top and what, he's, five receiver in the NFL. And he's like, obviously JJ Watt is the face, yeah. but yeah. without. Without Hopkins, the offense has nothing. Yeah, and Hopkins is a more bearable face. <laughs> like he's more as a truthful person. Wow, not fake, not phony. All right, um, moving on. But yeah, it's just crazy that Will Fuller's earning more. So we'll wait and see when that will happen. But if I say this off season, I think yeah, I think Rick Smith typically doesn't negotiate with players when there's not just Rick Smith, just managers don't normally negotiate when there's heaps of years left. But they did make that exception with JJ Watt. So I think. If you consider Hopkins in that in that tier of eliteness that what is, and I think we do, then obviously they'll make that deal. And I think it'd be a bit rich if Rick Smith doesn't when he just signed a big four year extension through twenty twenty. Um, in the same week, it's his eleventh year doing the GM job. That's it. Giving him extension after he paid Osweiler seventy million dollars, and you haven't seen one bit of uh, whether that will happen yet. And by the way, they signed him without even bringing him for a visit. No. Him and O'Brien just were all in on it. Yeah, so they they went off tape of him throwing it to you know wide receivers of the level of Demarius Thomas and yep. Sanders and yep. etc. It's just he's a good GM though. Like I I, I credit the, the Texans organization for sticking solid because they've been slowly building. I respect them as an organization for that. Um, their fans are very as a Colts. Their fans are very are very annoying in Twitter in June and July. But their personnel, and I fell in love with Bill O'Brien last year in Hard Knocks, him and his family and things like that. They're building very nicely, and stability is so important. So I think it'd be just a bit funny if Rick Smith takes all this cash and extension and then doesn't um, sign Hopkins. But I think they will. They they have to. He's so pivotal to that offense. If Osweiler goes down, they can still win games without him. But if if Hopkins goes down, I can't see them yep. doing so well, as much as we love Lamar Miller this year, but or in general. You more so. You're, you've been a Miller fan from day one. Miller is Miller's a top five running back in the league. You're full on on Miller's. I'm more of a Miller light. Are we doing that? No. No? No. no. All right. No, but top five in the league? What? Running back? Right now? Or in terms of talent or fantasy? Both. I wouldn't say nah, talent. Not. But uh, not talent. Fan- fantasy? fantasy could be. The way they're dropping like flies right now with suspensions and whatnot. Yeah. I, it, I, see, this is the thing. Lamar Miller's so consistent. He just didn't get touches. He doesn't yeah. get touches, and he begged for They're them. They're going to feed him. They're going to feed him the ball. Yeah. Like, disgustingly. Oh, absolutely. He'll look like Rob Ryan after. Osweiler's not a 40-time drop-back-a-game quarterback. 
Absolutely not. Well, he shouldn't be. You <laughs> goddamn hope he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, anyway. anyway. Uh, speaking of general managers, Reggie McKenzie also got a four-year extension. Uh, great news. We've been fans of Reggie McKenzie, even when he was getting laughed at for some of those exorbitant free agent deals. But as we have constantly said on this show, they were front-loaded. They had to meet a cap limit. They had to sign people. They had all this cap money. They just bridged the gaps while they just slowly chipped away at these drafts. Look at these players they've hauled in the last three drafts. Derek Carr, Khalil Mack, Amari Cooper, Mario Edwards Jr., Clive Warford, Gabe Jackson, among others. You got Carl Joseph this year. Just Ben Heaney is another guy we like. That's that's an incredible haul. He's done um, a great job. And we've like we made mock his hair. But yeah. we um we've always been been behind his football philosophy yep. and that kind of thing and doing a mighty fine job. Yeah, and absolutely deserving of it. And the way he's been like the way he's gone about it, yep. not like Obviously, there is luck associated with the draft, but it's yeah. not been like a, he's Swing gone out fences, free yeah. agents and they've hit. Yep. This is the grinding process and it's done the right and way. Now, and now that they have this core and that they're more desirable, it's easier for them to land more more better free agents. So like More the, better? Yeah, terrible free agents. Get a stutter. <laughs> the more better free agents. More, uh, I don't know, I can't think of the word. It's more desirable free agents. Bruce Irving, Reggie Nelson, players yeah. like that that you probably wouldn't have got when you were that two and fourteen team. No one wants to go and play, but when you have a quarterback, who, was it Sean Smith? Sean Smith Sean as well. Smith. Like that's Kalichio Samelli. Like now they're starting to get desirable. And then Andy. they go to Vegas. Oh, and then they, and they hit. They hit it out of the park this year. I'm swinging a baseball. I don't know why, but you're swinging a yeah, baseball. We're on bat. a podcast. Yeah, so it's um. It's just the way they're building it. And, like, it's tough when you're getting criticized year in, year out for a couple of years to stick with your plan. And he did it, despite people, what people were saying. A lot of people were saying. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we talked about the Jets saga before. We'll just touch on it again. 12-year, one-year deal, finally. Um, that They met in the middle of the dance floor. It was like a teenage disco where all the boys stood on one side and all the girls on another. But I want to mention, uh, it was first day of camp as well. I want to mention the hair and beard combination. Did you... I did. What were some of the? Did you see any of the captions that perked your interest? No, I didn't see captions. I just saw I saw what he looked like. Did you see the Sports Center thing that they had on? No. They had all the quarterbacks' faces, and it they spun it, and it had like that you could land like a quarterback on his beard and hair. To look, see what they would look, would look, look good. Like. Or yeah, not? some of it was funny. Like Colin Kaepernick was hilarious. <laughs> Eddie Dalton was funny, but for me, I thought it was like on the top. He had the like the. Uh, the nice suave. It looked like he was going to a banquet dinner or something, and then underneath, obviously, the lumberjack. So it's gone now, though. Yeah, no, it's gone. We spoke about this slightly to um, Sigmund, didn't we? Yeah. We mentioned it in our chat with him about yep. I feel sorry for um, Gino. Gino walking in yep. day one. Yeah, boy, this is my team. Ready. And then he's like, what are you doing here? See you, mate. Laters. Get GTFO. <laughs> I nearly swore. Uh, but you know we went to Harvard? What? Fitzpatrick. Wow. And did you know Osweiler's six foot eight? What? Ed Antonio Gates played basketball apparently at college. No. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, Fitz, Crazy story. Fitz has shaved the hair though. He uh, agreed to a wager that the next defensive player to pick off Fitz in practice would get to shave his head. And it was luckily fell to fourth round rookie Justin Buras. So he got to shave the head. So uh, <laughs> Imagine that. It's like... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What have I done? <laughs> what have I done? What have I done? Drop, yeah. drop it. <laughs> you just drop it. But, yeah, that, now he looks pretty cool with the shaved head and the beard. But now all it leaves is this Joey Bosa contract negotiation with San Diego as the most annoying saga in the NFL. It is driving I, us insane. San Diego, just sit there. Like they're Mike, not doing Mike McCoy is begging them to get this done because he wants him on the field. But you At can't the same bow time, into these players. Yeah, it's know. like, who are you? Yeah. You know what you're you haven't do- played it down in the NFL yet, yeah, and then you're arguing. Like, yeah, it's it's interesting. I hope it gets done because he's missing valuable. I time. feel sorry for. I really do feel yep. sorry for the Chargers. Uh, Revis and and Brandon Marshall got into a brawl today at training camp yeah, after um, Marshall Two respected veterans as well. Yeah, Marshall torched uh, Revis for an eighty yard touchdown, and they were scuffling. And then uh, Reva, uh, he mentioned DeAndre Hopkins to Revis, and then. Um, apparently Reva slapped him or something, and then full-on punches thrown. They were in a full-on brawl. Um, after the game, Marshall admitted, not after practice, he admitted that it went too far and things got quite heated, but he said that there's a thin line between football and being a man. And then he then he said that him and Revis are close, and he called Revis the best corner ever. So I think everything will be fine tomorrow. Someone asked us on Twitter today, and I, I 
I just replied saying, remember Josh Norman and Cam Newton last year? And a lot of it was made about that, and they ended up being fine. I think... Oh, oh. Yeah. Crap happens all the yeah, time it is. in training, it's training camp. camp. They're yeah. respected veterans. They know what they need to do. Of course, I'm sure it embarrassed the heck out of Revis. Yep. And it's practice, though. It's the time to give up players. Oh. Yeah. It's the time to test stuff out. It's not like Revis is going to get cut. No. So exactly. he could let it go and yeah, then be but like, he eh. could be trying a new type of thing or, 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 you know. He could be trying something that he's never going to try again. Yeah, that's exactly but... it. But that's the time to do it. That's yeah. the time to take throws. That's why I don't like these, oh, such, you know, Carson Wentz hasn't thrown an interception in camp yet. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. I don't care. Like, And also, like, it happens a lot with, um, you know, like fiery rookies going up against, like, someone, like a vet yeah. that, you know, the vet goes, you know puts them in their place a little bit and yep. like scuffles happen that way as well. Yep. And you've just got to look at it like this is part of, you want this yep. bit of ticker in your team. That's right. We saw that in Falcons Hard Knocks first play with Matthews yeah. straight off the bat. Brawl. Like, that's it. That's it. you got to do it. Yeah. You've got to do it. That is correct. Uh, some retirements. Greg Jennings retired. One of the best guys for commercials. I remember when he was at the Packers, he was always on those. When we first sort of started Game Pass, he was yep. always on these ads. So he caught 425 passes, 6,537 yards, and 53 touchdowns in seven years with the Packers. So pretty cool and won that Super Bowl in 2010. So he'll be a guy. I think he'll end up in some sort of media role because he's he's pretty um, charismatic. It's gonna go, he's going to be a cult supporter now as well. That's who we went for as a kid. So he's jumping wow. back on. So that's cool. Darnell Dockett, he's going to hang him up as well. 40 and a half career sacks, the seventh most in Cardinals franchise history. Three Pro Bowls as well. One of the best prime pass rushers in his prime and one of the best on Twitter. I remember he um he was tweeting yeah, was some that? midget like he wanted to try midget. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to go into any more details. But um <laughs> There was an exchange where he approached a woman on Twitter um, that was a midget and inquired about different things and, and relationship questions and, and whatnot. It was quite funny, but there was times where Darnell, no filter, just took it a little no bit too filter. far. He just, hashtag no filter. Not in, we're not talking about Instagram either. This is, yeah, this is proper. The um, the next one is hits pretty close to home. Yeah. No. Tell us about your cousin, Corey. No, I can't do it. Okay. Well, Woot's cousin, Corey, Corey Wooten, um, hung him up. I think he played six, seven seasons. I don't know. You're the expert. You're his cousin. But he was cool. <laughs> it's going to be a cool trivia fact. So his memory will live on, Josh. It's fine. He's going to be a uh, trivia question for the rest of time because because why, Josh? He was the last ever player to sack Brett Favre. That is correct. There you go. So keep that in mind for any trivia questions. I know. It, I know. It doesn't say he's very good when he was all always available as a free agent on Madden. Madden. Always took him. <laughs> always yeah. took him. <laughs> yeah. so. Always drafted him on oh, fantasy. Like, come drafts. over, cousin. Yeah, fantasy drafts on uh, on Madden as well. Like yeah. round fifty three, he'd always just be sitting there. Oh, I need a backup left yeah. end. Why not? I'll draft a wooden. Yeah. Why not? And last one, Phil Lodeholt, he's retiring, you know, in his prime as well. A lot of injuries the last couple of years, but was a really dominant run blocker on that right side of the Vikings line for Adrian Peterson. Was Had a really good year that, that season. That AP went really close to that rushing record. So um, it's sad to see him go, but they've replaced him with Andre Smith, uh, former Bengal. So we'll wait and see how that unfolds. Some other lighthearted news before we jump straight into the rest. Kevin White. Um, his comments in June about Jay Cutler were brought back to life after the Bennett brothers ripped Cutler in, in an ESPN magazine. Michael Bennett called Cutler the worst quarterback in the NFL, and then Martellus called uh, Martellus said that I'd be open and he'd throw it into double coverage. <laughs> we love or hate the Bennett brothers. I, I, it's I'd rather listen to that than Russell Wilson and JJ Watts. All right, yeah, yeah. Calm down on that. Yep. Calm down on the hate. However, I agree. Yep. And the Bennett, the Bennett brothers are. Intense human beings, but I love their hot yeah, takes. Yeah, so do I. I just, I don't. However, I love smoking Jay Cuddy. Same. I think the more people hate him, the more I'm loving him. Uh, yeah, it's him. like Kanye. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly like Kanye. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Let's make Jay Cutler the Kanye of the league. Jay Cutler, player of the pod this year. Move over. It's from, always. It's always. Oh, well, Gabbard's the, still the folk era. No, but, true. Um, so. I liked Kevin White. Kevin White just defended him and, and went on this story about how people said you're going to hate him. He's an, he's an hole, but he said that he likes him, and he said, Jay's like the pretty girl that doesn't wear makeup and doesn't go out, so nobody really knows that she's pretty. 
mate. I love Kevin White now. Kevin that's a great, great line. That's a good, that's an all-time line. Do you reckon Kevin White's going to play all 16 games? We'll, we'll get to that in a minute <laughs> with the burger bet. After oh we God. get to taste these burgers. speaking of, you know, bets and, and feuds, uh, there's a kicker feud in the NFL after Justin Tucker told NFL Network's new Good Morning Football show that uh, if the conditions are prime, he could hit an 84-and-a-half-yard field goal in Denver in the altitude up there. And then Broncos kicker Brandon McManus said, doesn't believe a thing. He says, I'll give him an all-expense paid-to-trip if he can do it. Kicker feud. Kicker feud. Fight, fight, Come on, fight, Justin. Fight, fight. I want Justin to nail it. Can no. he, though? Can he? 84-and-a-half yards? I don't know. Wouldn't that be something special? If someone could do it, it's him. I don't think any other kicker could do it. Maybe Gostowski? No, see, Goskowski's really accurate, but he, I don't... I don't. Not quite the leg. Yeah. Someone like a Mason Crosby, that kind of leg, that Janikowski Dan Bailey's kind of got leg. a... Uh, yeah, is Bailey the Dallas kicker? Yeah. Yeah, he's got a hell of a leg on him too. Oh, well, maybe Legatron, but not quite accurate. Ooh, Legatron. Yeah, Legatron. All right, uh, quick Aussies in training By the way, one too. thing that's not mentioned. Yep. Um, James Jones. Sign for the Chargers? Yeah, after Stevie Johnson. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't want to mention too much injury news, but that's a big one. Yeah. Um, that sucks because he was going to be one of the better third wide receivers in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And he's one of those, he's kind of that wide receiver you can pick up in fantasy yeah. that can... It's also too hot in San Diego to wear a hoodie. True. Under your shirt. So is he not going to... I don't. I, thought, I think they banned it anyway. Oh, really? I can't quite remember, but I think I remember reading something about that being yeah. banned now. So yeah. the hoodie's he gone. Looked, though, you know, just pure aesthetics-wise, he looked... Sick still looked the, awesome. It looked understand. awesome in the hoodie. I look bad in a hoodie, just period. Let alone have a jersey on top of it. As we both sit here in hoodies. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. No, I wear hoodies all the time. Yes. Yes, you do. All the time. Uh, Aussies in the camp in training camp watch. Let's just smash through this before getting to the rest of the show. Um, Gotsis is apparently going to be ready for preseason week one. Kubiak said that he expects Gotsis to play in the preseason opener on Thursday. And then a Denver reporter at Mace Denver said he really liked what he's seen from Gotsis today, and that was from earlier today when we're recording. He's getting his hands up quicker, and he's able to use a lower body strength to push blockers back. So that what lower body strength. I know we've mentioned it a thousand times. We've, yep. we've mentioned other people talking about it. We've posted photos, but yep. Gotsis is huge. Day he, golden pony boy. He is an enormous human being. It's massive. Like I know we know how big he yeah. is. You see the numbers. You yeah. see how like his weight and everything. Yeah. When you see it, like in a photo, massive. God. It's awesome, and the, it's like it's like when you see the ripples in the water in Jurassic Park. You know, Gotsis <laughs> Gotsis is is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that that part of about lower body strength is really positive. Like if he's using that really well, you know that that knee's fine, and obviously it is because Kubiak said he's starting week one. Yeah. So, oh, not week one, but he'll be playing in the preseason week one, which, which is, is just amazing, especially from when people were saying, you know, or oh, he might. They might yeah. ease him in the first month. Yeah. Yeah. And and Luke Charles is at camp right now and said that he's sort of slotting in as a replacement sort of rotator for Derek Wolf. So he's going to see snaps from week one and become a, quite a heavy part in that rotation. They just lost Phil Taylor as well. So you may see him play at nose tackle as well. So who knows what, what we'll see him. But I, I'm really excited for Adam Gotts this year. I think um, he's just going to blow that all that Hain hype out of the water from last year. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> never heard of him. Tom Hackett, unfortunately, was cut uh, from the Jets training camp. They released him quite early to sign Ryan Fitzpatrick, but that's good news for him in that he has time to find a new club, and we'll wait and see. Um, if some punters don't quite play well in preseason week one, you'll see a series of cuts, and they'll bring in some new some new people. So that, that may bode well for Tom Hackett, but Lachlan Edwards is just smashing. He's apparently killing it in camp, some 60-, 70-yard bombs consistently on a daily basis. If you, if you just uh, look at the Jets... Beat reporters, there's multiple tweets there from uh, people raving about Lockie. We do love the lock. Yeah, it's a good good lad. We might get him on before the season starts. Uh, hopefully. Him and Jordan. Speaking of that, the uh, it's business as usual for Jordan. Um, apparently, you know, some beat writers are really playing up this battle with Will Monday, but Barry just took it all and just cut a throat to that. He just hit an 80-yarder this week, dominated Will Monday on, uh, I think it was on Monday, funnily enough. But Tomlin labelled Will Monday junior varsity and said that it was just a, a complete whitewash. Barry just completely outplayed him. So it's good. And then there was a video from D'Angelo Williams today. Once they finished camp, everyone was sort of going about their business. And off to the side, Barry sets up this portable barbecue and he's just cooking a steak on nice. a kitchen table. 
And apparently they're doing some pranks with D'Angelo Williams where they're wishing him a happy birthday every year, every day, because he's he's old, apparently. And so Jordan Berry and the kicker <laughs> got, like, all these kids that were at camp to just blow up all these balloons, and they just put them all in D'Angelo's room. And then when they walked in, Jordan's like, happy birthday, D'Angelo. And there's just stacks of balloons everywhere. So it's all I retweeted on the podcast account. So check that out. And Brad Wing obviously not getting uh, much uh, competition there. He's the assault partner in... In they also signed him to an extension. Yes. So good work. Good job, Aussies. That that, uh, that battle last uh, year proved just vital. Like it was yeah. just so good for both of them. And then Blake Murray and David Yankee. Not a lot of uh, word out of camps about them, but you'll see a lot of them in preseason games in in the third quarter, fourth quarter. And then he's not really an Aussie, but worth watching. Eric Wallace. He spent some time in North Melbourne in the AFL. He's he's with the Panthers at the moment. Has a chance to lock up maybe that fourth tight end spot. So we'll wait and see how that. Pans out. By the way, not hearing any news isn't the worst thing. No. Especially that there's 90 players on a roster heading into week one. Look, and you only hear about starters mostly for tweets. Like, no one's going to tweet about the fourth string offensive lineman. Although it would be good to hear something, like, positive, it's good to not hear anything bad. No news is good news. It's not like, this person torched Blake again, or this person torched Yeah, if you're not reading that, then that's good. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Uh, All right, we're not doing a weird web story, but I just want to ask you, what would be the weirder web story if we did one this week? Larry Warford thinks Pokemon Go is some kind of mind control thing? Or D'Angelo Williams had a Walking Dead-themed wedding? No, that'd be sick. I don't care about the Pokemon Go thing, because Larry Warford's Larry Warford. I want to know about this whole wedding. wedding All right, there's a video on his profile. Watch it, but... I don't understand how watching your wife get eaten by zombies is is something you want to cherish for the rest of your life. But anyway, right, each to their own. Okay, maybe own. you know I could go really deep here, and there's a there's a there's a line from uh, Death Cab for Cutie where Ben Gibbard famously says, "Love is watching someone die." So maybe that's just showing true love is watching watching him watching his wife get eaten so by zombies. It's like, it's like, that's dude. how you really know that you love someone. She just gets mauled down in front of him, and then he goes, she's the one. She is the she's one. She's the one. You are the one. <laughs> All right, let's do this. All right, some uh, quick notes on some camp surprises. These these are the people that, that uh, raised some eyebrows for me when I was reading some, some tweet. He's got this thing that he can raise one eyebrow. Apparently, Corey Coleman is electric. Yeah, all I keep hearing is that, you know. Stunning. Uh, However, similar to Abdul last year, so we'll see. Yeah, what. just like last couple of hours as well, Corey Coleman's like, there's some really good tweets about a 40-yard bomb from RG3 that he just was a spectacular catch. So. It, it is quite smart that they drafted him to reignite that uh, Baylor connection. <laughs> yes, I'm sure they had that in mind. Yeah. But uh, that was that, the smartest thing, thing was they traded down twice and still got who they thought was the best mm-hmm. receiver in the draft. And if he's playing like... Plays like he is in camp, then there's a chance that that'll be good. Bashad Breland, every time I read a Washington camp report, he's making <laughs> plays um, and just intercepting everything. I really like Breland as a player, and it doesn't surprise me at all. Does that surprise you? No. But it's just it's worth noting. Chris Givens, this is one I want to ask you about. Chris Givens, apparently maybe you're starting outside wide receiver well, for I the mean, Eagles. He's kind of self-declared it. Yeah, a little bit. He's weird. come out and gone. Yeah, well, I'm going to be the opposite. So it's I don't know. I think he's got a lot of competition from Randall. Yeah, and then, but there was reports that Randall may miss the roster, and then there was something today that um, who's Frank Reich? Is that your offensive coordinator? Um, good question. He <laughs> yeah, it's it's the former Chargers guy Reich said yeah. that Ruben Randall's the guy that's impressing the most in camp. So I don't, I don't know where all these reports are. And yeah. then same with Packers one. There was like. Devontae Adams having a really strong oh, no, camp. See, and then there was another one where it's like he's making same, drops. Same yeah. day. Yeah. Same day that Two tweet. different reports. By the way, yeah. someone I want to mention on Philly, speaking of that, um, Jalen Mills just keeps getting... The hype is real. It's off the charts. It's just... And um, oh, hot, 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 hot. Uh, Jordan Matthews exited with an injury yesterday. Yeah, it's quite scary. Yeah. Um, and everyone was a bit nervous, but that was um, a hit from Jalen Mills in the slot that forced a fumble. Damn. On, you know, Jalen Mills isn't a big guy and no. Jordan Matthews is. Yeah. So that's a, it's a good hit. Yeah. Uh, Terrence West is apparently the most explosive player in, on offense for the Ravens in camp. I don't know if that's good news for Terrence West or the Ravens offense just, you know, you gotta be kidding me. I mean, how do you watch the? I mean, yeah, they stink. 
that's a concern. Yeah, it is a little bit of a concern, especially that it's Terrence West. Yeah, um, a couple of other players, just quickly, Cameron Bright named. However, the sorry, stuff. saying yep. that. Yep. Baltimore isn't the most flashy place. No. no. So there you go. True. <laughs> you've got all those players that are just like. There was a tweet yeah. where I was like something about. Um, Joe Flacco tweeted out, come and watch practice, stay afterwards, there's fireworks for some sort of thing in Baltimore. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's because there's no fireworks when you're on the field. Oh. Uh, Cameron Bright, named the, st- <laughs> named the starting tight end in Tampa Bay. That's a guy I've been high on all off-season, and I'm glad to see that finally um, pan out. What a fall from grace. For ASJ. Yeah. Too many names, that's what. I, that's your problem. Hyphenated names, never any good. OBJ. <laughs> Apply yeah. ice to bird. <laughs> uh, Bilal Powell apparently is was was already going to split carries with Matt Forte, and now Matt Forte is injured, and and Bilal Powell starting to to impress a lot of the beat reporters in in New York. And the last sort of six weeks of the season, he was a guy that improved as a runner. He was always a good receiver. He's someone that I think you got to be really got to watch this camp going forward. I hate. How confusing running back um, competitions get yeah. bef- before the season starts, especially for fantasy. Yeah, do you it's hate it more? So difficult. Do you hate it more or less than the name Bilal? No, Bilal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not a good name. No, not this. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'll leave that. Uh, last little bit is James Bradbury and Darrell Wally, the two corners at Carolina draft. Uh, Greg Rosenthal's been. Um, watching this battle quite closely, and and he's put out some really interesting tweets that they're they're both playing really well, and that the incumbent Benny Benique is going to have to fight hard for his position and may play in the slot in the slot. So, be interesting to see how that pans out. They they've got a history of the drafts on these corners. Josh Norman, James Bradbury, very similar size. It's interesting. Yeah, no, I think it's also very good that they have a pass rush that day. You know, oh, that absolutely helps. Yeah, yep. absolutely helps. And they've got, you know, linebackers like Kickley that can cover as well. Yep. But I think it's, I think that only makes it easier for the Panthers to draft these players that are undrafted, like Bradbury, that are just... He wasn't undrafted. Well, he went in the oh, later round. It was like third round. Sorry, I'm getting confused with what's his name. Um, yeah, he, he they took the safety in the as an undrafted free yeah, agent. Yeah, yeah, what's his name? Um, I'll get to it. He's the Duke... Duke guy. Apologies, uh, apologies, yeah, right. Bradbury. No, no. Yeah, no, but like I said, you've got these pl- players that they can just... Jeremy like, Cash is who you're thinking of. Yeah, but yep. get, getting rid of um, Josh Norman after franchise tagging him yep. and then letting him go just only only shows like how much faith they have in their ability... At, at, to recruit. With, recruit and their front seven to take the pressure off these yeah. guys. And so. they looked quite foolish doing it. People were, were... But, like, if this pans out, like, it's fine. And that's my qualm about Carolina. Like, I still think they're going to be strong and we'll win their division and we're going to preview all that in the next coming month. But I just think that I do have concerns. So that's why this is someone that I really want to... These two guys are someone that I really want to watch this season because if they can just be remotely better than what I think, then I, I think they'll be fine and that will help their front seven so much more as well. Yeah. So. We'll wait and see. All right, let's get to some uh, burger bets. Wait, 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 yep. wait. Sterling Shepard? Oh, Sterling Shepard. I just, I just thought. He's killing it. He's How much does it hate you that he's on the Giants? Oh, a lot. Yeah. And I, it kills me more that I think he's a perfect scheme fit, but whatever. Yeah, he just, I don't know. Get out of here. Just kills it. Just absolutely kills it. He's got this thing that he can raise one eyebrow. All right, uh, we hit the hour mark, so let's smash through these uh, burger bets. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I do love the taste of a good burger. Mm. I got the fries that'll cross your eyes. I got the burgers that'll... I just got burgers. This is a tasty burger. And that's the truth. With some cheese on it. I love the bass right there. All right, let's smash through these because there's a lot. You guys really reached out. It was awesome. All right, Zach Miller to be a top five fantasy tight end for the upcoming season. Are we taking that? I think he won't be, so I am taking it. I will also take it. Okay. Next, that was from at Kevin, uh, Kelvin Miles. He's a guy that's... By the way, uh, I'm not upping it. Before. I'm not upping it because yep. tight ends, so, but that's a good one, Kevin. Thank you. Kelvin. Kelvin. <laughs> <laughs> this is from... That's a good one, Ke- Kevin... My name's Smile. Kelvin. All right, shortstop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, no, that's a good one. No, it is a good one. Uh, at Luke 
I'm just making sure I have all these guys on the Twitter machine. Yep, at Luke Crurius. Like, I don't know. I, I've always needed to ask Luke what that actually... Luke, can you let me know how I actually pronounce that? That'd be great. Thanks. Uh, Carson Wentz will make the most starts of all Philly quarterbacks this year. Yeah, I'm taking that. No way. Luke. Ludicrous. It's Luke Crius. No, but... Luke Crius. There we go. I'm just... I can't read. That's your problem. Yeah. Uh, if you wish to double down, I will double, double, double it. All right, I'll bolt that for you then. You're doubling it. I'm just... That's if he wants to take look, it. Look, I'm worried about my waistline, so I'm not doubling any of these. I can't handle too many Big Macs. By all the right. way, how are we doing this? Because are we just going to meet up one day and go... All right, bring all, it all these... Some people are in the States. We've got one here from the UK. So, look, if they really want to fly down for a cheeseburger, that's fine. But, I'll uh, send them a check for the price of a... Um, my mail came. What is it? It's a check for three ninety five Australian dollars. It'll cost you three ninety five to cash it in and exchange it. <laughs> You're putting on an Australian accent. I don't know. I'm trying to be British. People. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Well, maybe you should take that advice. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Blair Walsh to bounce back from going all laces out. Ray Finkel. Great uh, pet detective reference there. And lead the league in successful 50 yard, over 50 yarders in, in field goals. I'm taking that. I think, yeah, I'm taking it as well. Kickers are... That's a mystery box. Yeah. That's I'll, a, mi- I'll take that's the a field. mystery box, that is. That's the Simpsons one where they're like, you can get this boat Ooh, or, this the mystery, Ryan or, the, or the mystery box. Wait, I'll take wait, the mystery box. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Ryan Finance. At, uh, yeah, at Ryan underscore Finance. Sam Bradford plays 16 games, has 3,500 plus yards, 27 plus touchdowns, less than 13 interceptions, and leads the Eagles to the postseason. There is too many factors in there. Holy crap. I'm I can banking. see some of them happening. Yeah, but I'm not banking on all of that. Yeah, no, sorry. Sorry, Rhino. Which ones could you see actually happening? The yards see, is easy. I can see the yards the happening. But the rest I can't. 27, yeah. Less than 13 interceptions. Uh-uh. Not with the drop fumbleitis that our wide receivers have. He may have 27 drives this season on Doug Peterson's 12-minute offense. <laughs> and <laughs> It's so funny that we've gone from the, the 30-second offense of Chip yeah. Kelly to... Yeah. You literally said, let's go the exact opposite of Chip <laughs> Kelly. Like, let's... <laughs> yeah, let's just slow yeah. this stuff down. But um, it's like going from working in an abattoir to owning a vegan cafe. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, but um, it's the exact even opposite. I can even see the postseason. No, no, no. That's ridiculous. That's a very all bad right bet. at Simo underscore three nine three AJ Green for sixteen hundred yards and sixteen touchdowns. We're both taking it. Yeah, I'll take that. I like the yardage, but not the touchdowns. Okay, at Lucurious again. Minnesota Vikings will sweep their division. Yep. I'll take that. You're playing at Green Bay. You played Green Bay twice. Look, I think they'll win one of those, but they ain't sweeping the division. So, Green Bay twice. You play Green Bay twice. Good luck. Yep. Uh, you taking that? Yeah. Yep. Okay. At Owen Ravana. At his... Uh, sorry, his name is at... His name is Owen Ravana. He's at After Four Thought. He said the Chiefs will not win the ASC West. I'm not taking that because I don't think they will. So I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man, killing me with this dead air. I've got to edit this out now. Oh, well. Justin1278. Kevin White plays 16 games and registers 1,000-plus receiving yards in 2016. God, I wish he made a typo and said 17 games because I would have taken that. 1,000-plus <laughs> yards. Oh, man. That's nah, so I'll take him on it. You're taking him? Yeah. After going a whole season of not playing anything. I'll take him as well. I think they're going to be a bit more run-heavy, too. You know what? He might get 1,500 yards, but if he plays 15 games... That is true. Missed one game. If it's week 17 and Kevin White's mysteriously out because two Australian people have kidnapped him, you'll know why. Well, an elaborate plan to get a burger. Uh, Kelvin's back again. Broncos quarterbacks will have more than 3,600 passing yards this season. That's tough. Up to four... Counter offer up at a four thousand and we'll talk. Yeah, because we spoke about this, Kelvin. That's yeah, it's not bold enough. Yep, go bold, go bolder, mate. Go bold. Go, go, mm. Zach Miller esque bold like he did at the start. Uh, we'll go bold like Fitzpatrick. Yep. <laughs> After forethought, again, Seattle will not make the playoffs. I'm taking that. Yeah. They'll make the playoffs. I'll double, double, it's ridiculous. Double, yeah, double, I'll big double, mac double, it. Double. I'm big macking that. Big macking it. However, I do like a. It's big macked. Sorry, Owen. Can we Caesar wrap it? 
Want to throw? Want to throw in some nuggets? Uh, all right, uh, Lucurious again. The Miami Dolphins will make the playoff. Lucurious. The playoffs. Lucurious. 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 Did I stutter? He can't even read. I've got to apologize, Luke, for Wise. Yeah. Inability. I to like read. Luke. I talk. I correspond with him on my personal account. I just. I don't and understand. the whole time you're going. I don't understand uh, his handle. I love this lucky guy. I don't understand his handle. <laughs> When I first started following him, I thought his Twitter handle was Lucifer. And I was like, this guy's dark, but he wasn't. Um, the Dolphins will make the playoffs as a wild card team. Uh, I'm yeah. taking that. I don't think they will. As much as I like Gase, I can't. Until I see it, I'm... Yeah, agreed. Okay, taking agreed. it? Agreed. However they don't... Oh, no. Well, yeah. Sneaky. I'm taking it, yeah. And last one is from... I love this guy. He's got an honest uh, Twitter name. Fat, uh, ugly, bald guy. <laughs> At EA, it's Adam. I love that he's confident, very confident. Yeah, it's Adam. Yeah, it's Adam. Adam. (laughs) Uh, If Tony Romo doesn't get injured and miss time, the Dallas Cowboys will play in the Super Bowl. And he said time, time. So imagine, like, if he misses a quarter or whatnot, that's fine. He means substantial time, like a game or two. I thought it meant like if he does time. Look, I just (laughs) (laughs) Tony Romo arrested earlier this week for jaywalking. All right, calm down. Um. Monte ball so hard, but uh, ball so wrong. Uh, that was a bad joke, and I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, the Cowboys. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking <laughs> joke. I, I apologize. Wow. I need to... Uh, I reckon why. I really think you uh, just laugh to yourself yeah, a lot. I do. Huh. Sometimes I'll be walking home from the train and I'll start laughing and people look at me people look at me funny why wouldn't they I don't you big freak people look at me funny anyway but look uh, fat ugly bald do they, guy do they, do they look at you like you know when a dog tilts its head to the side and goes <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, no they won't make the Super Bowl yeah if you said playoffs mm, yeah but I'm taking it okay that's it that's the burger bets so we took a lot of them um, bit different to last that's time a lot of burgers it's a lot of burgers, man, and that's that's it. We're an hour and ten minutes. This is a long show, but it's been a couple of weeks since we've we've digged into the news. I apologize. It very news heavy. Did we dig? Dug? Double, double dug? Dug trio? Nice. Diglet. Yep. Diglet. Um, please follow us on Twitter. I am at JYNFL. I'm at Wood Cetera. You can follow us on Twitter at Woot and Y, and we are on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Radio Hub. Tune in. Just a heads up for the upcoming schedule for the next month in the lead up to the season. As I said, we'll do a, a Sydney Cup episode for the uh, college game. We may have some audio after the game, um, mm-hmm. given some player interviews and whatnot. Uh, we've got a few more fantasy pods along the way. We're going to do some NFL future markets specials, uh, most receiving We're yards, passing have yards. Some- Really big betting ones, yep. really big fantasy ones, going through who we like, who we don't yep. like, all sorts of rankings. stuff. Rankings. Everything. Yep. Everything. We're going to do season preview. We're going to pick the lines for the AFC and NFC, and then all of our usual nonsense. So please. Yeah, maybe some daily fantasy stuff in there. That's it. So we'll uh, we'll hit that all up. We're going to cover all avenues. Again, please follow at Baltrop19 for fantasy related to Wooten Y. If you are interested, $10 leagues, PPR standard. NFL B A R L T R O P one nine. There you go. I did it. Go. I did it. An hour now you can spell. I can spell. Can't read. Can't read. Can spell. Uh, that's it. That's it for the show. Please check us out. As I said, iTunes. iTunes reviews. Please. We need them. Yeah. Lunar Bowl too. Yeah. By the way, just we love you all. Just wanted to say that. Lal is the worst name in the NFL, by the way.